All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's start there. Did, were you both? <laughs> did you both recoil at the phrase "Indian summer"? Yes, yeah. we both did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now here we go. I you gotta talk to Paul. Cancel warriors here. <laughs> no, I don't think Indian summer. I think Indian summer is still acceptable. Per who? Uh, Indians. I, I think we would I, have to talk about that. Are you right? I. I Really? No, I, it may be, I and if the, it is, that's fine. Well, but, no, I uh, thought the same thing. I thought the same thing because, like, uh, like, because it's it's been used. We've heard it many, many years. But I am under the understanding. Again, this is people tell me this. People tell me uh, that it is acceptable. I don't want to get in a big culture war really? right now to start the show. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? That's the last thing we need. But I do believe that Indian summer is still acceptable. And if I'm wrong, um, I forgive me uh, by all means. But no, I think so. But isn't that funny though? Any like, like a positive? Is that why you think it is? Because no, like I don't think it's when you use positive. that term, it's I, it's no, like I the just, extension of summer, and that's still warm weather. Well, I don't think. I just don't think it has a negative connotation. But is I, that I, not still? Can that not still be prejudice, even if it has a positive connotation? Yeah, I, right. I don't know. Like saying, like you know, Asian students are good at math, right? That's still, yeah, you know, has Correct. a has a a bias in it, even yes. though it's you know relatively positive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, moving I, I think on, we uh... need Native Ameri- <laughs> Well, we need Native Americans right. to call I don't, I don't in. have. I'm not. I don't. I don't, I've. Uh, and if, again, like I said, if I'm wrong on that. I have just. I thought because yes, that's one of the words you hear that, and you're like, whoa, right? Can you still say right. that? And I, and that's come up over the last several years, and I, I thought that that was one where we were still like, no, yeah, that's you can say that, that's fine. Hey, Charlie, can you turn Adam up a little bit? He's really low. Am I low? He, right is, on the mic? he is all the way up. I was going to text Here, him. I'll, t- oh, I'll he, turn my. How about there? Is that a little better? Yeah, that, there you that's go, better. Sorry, bud. we're yeah. uh, we're we're remote. We're all remote today because we're going to start. Why, to- Adam? It, because you're a giant wimp. Is that why? Uh, yes, because I wanted to stay home. <laughs> And support offensive old <laughs> statements. Uh, so let me dig out of the hole I dug myself in to start and talk about the uh, hole I'm digging myself out of now. That would be the snow. Um, Adam Carter, he's a credit to his race. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, we, uh, isn't it amazing how just a little dusting of snow triggers? I was just looking out the window. I'm like, oh, oh Christmas is just around the corner. Uh, it's, oh it's amazing, though, how it the, the, the totally shifts and here's the thing about it i have the ultimate the best part of any snowfall i've realized it and everybody's going to agree with me here's the best part of a snowfall is when your car is outside and now has a covering of snow it could be an inch of snow it could be five inches of snow on your car and the best part about it is when you open the door because every Minnesotan knows before you start to clear off your car, you got to start it first. 
because you got to get the warmth going. You know, you want a warm car to get into. You want that uh, windshield to heat up to melt that snow that's on the windshield. The best part of the snowfall is opening your car door and having all that snow that's around your car door blow right into the car, right onto the driver's seat, so it's nice and wet when you sit down. Am I wrong on that? I think that is the best part of the snow. 651-461-9226. Yeah, thank you. Whatever. What, what is the best part of the snowfall? Wrong answers only, of course. But the, you're, it's hard to top the wet seat because all the snow from the car runs right into this uh, seat. That's hard to top. Yeah. The wet seat. But you, of course, didn't have to experience that because you chose to stay home. No, I, I got it. I got it. I, I told this to Vanita. I was shamed yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was shamed. You know, people, oh, you're, you're so soft. If you don't risk your life going into work, then you're not a man. Okay? So, but, so I got up this morning. I had the girls last night. They stayed here. Mm-hmm. So I had to get them to school, which is quite a considerable drive from where I live. So I thought, you know what? Just get up. Shower, get your clothes on, and then just go in. I just like the energy of being in studio. Right. Um, so I g- got dressed this morning. Kids were ready to go. Uh, that's why I had to clear off the car. That's why my car seat was wet. But then I realized, yeah, there's a lot of red on the roads. And Jerry was saying everything's super slow. So I, I caved. I turtled. I came back uh, down here, which is fine. We have the ability to do that. You're not mm-hmm. soft if you stay home and work from home. Uh, so that's why I'm here. So you experience? Oh, but your car was in the garage, right? No, so you didn't no. Experience the- we still have oh. the boat in the garage, so my truck had to be outside. Wow. Okay. So these are major first world problems. I, I understand what you're saying. Okay. Uh, so that's your worst part about? No, that's the best the part. That's the, oh, the best ba- part. <laughs> Wrong answers only. It's the best part of any snowfall, and somebody says, that's why you clear off the door before... No, I did, but still, snow makes its, it's way. Still, it's still... It's you like never a get vacuum. It all. Yes, you exactly. Never get it all. It's a vacuum okay. sucking right onto your chair, and it goes right onto we the wanna, seat. We want to hear... We want to hear your best part at 651-461-9226. Uh, my best part was the fact that Mark and I looked at each other yesterday and said, you know, uh, Paul says it's going to snow... So we should really bring in the patio furniture. Uh, you know, just last week it was yep. beautiful out. So we were sitting out on the deck. Right. Get and another... we have some chairs with yes. cushions and some tables out there. And um, we looked at each other and I said, okay, Maddox is going to be home from school. He can help us schlep all this. I mean, it's not a ton of stuff, but we can help us schlep it in. We'll put a tarp on it. We both forgot. So, uh, so this morning with the three inches of snow on all of the furniture, um, best part. Best part. Yes. You know what I always forget before the first snow is how how bright it is. I'm yes. going to bed at night. I have my windows closed. I have the blinds down. I have everything ready. And it is still, it feels like 8 p.m. feels like 7 p.m. It is so yeah. dang bright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to put on my eye mask just for a regular night's sleep. <laughs> That's normally a nap mm-hmm. mask for me. Mm-hmm. Do you use the eye mask? I do, yes, yeah. for naps, for the middle of the day. I don't have blackout curtains, so. I just what have... color is your eye mask, Charlie? It's black. Is it bedazzled? Oh, it is. It's a it manly is one. <laughs> you know, so... I didn't even buy it. A friend bought one, and they came in a two-pack. And they said, I don't want huh? the second oh. one. 
What? It doesn't say like it's wine o'clock on it. It does. It does not. But that's uh, that is on my my Christmas shopping list. Okay. It's wine, now I know what to wine o'clock. <laughs> Girls got to get her nap in. <laughs> beauty sleep or uh, Sleeping Beauty, maybe. Not none of that. Look at this. Good God. Oh, yes, you are so soft. I plow snow. <laughs> Oh, I had to have the car outside. Get to work. (laughs) Uh, uh, Funny that you should mention it, Adam. I always bring my mammoth ice scraper, and my wife always makes fun of me. But guess who is the guy that gets to clear off the cars? Yeah, so that way we get into the cars without this happening. All right, all right, we get it. All right. Uh, Hey, guys, best part of the snow is going 70 miles on the freeway on icy roads and ending up totaling your car in a crash. Yeah, best part, friends. You don't want to get hurt because that doesn't make it nice. Mm -hmm. But if you you can escape injury, yeah, flying into the ditch is a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, Best part for me, uh, one of the best parts for me also is tracking my humans. Uh, The kids left their dad's house this morning, and I was tracking. Thank God for Life 360. Uh, I was tracking them every way. Drop off at school, stop at home. I... uh, I got to track all the kids. So, yeah, that's an anxious time. But they were fine on the roads, thank God. All right, let's do this. Before I don't want to get too far behind because we've got a window of opportunity. We've talked to this man a couple of times uh, over the last couple of years, specifically mm-hmm. in 2021 when it was the 30th anniversary of, yes, the Halloween blizzard. I know people recoil when we talk about the Halloween blizzard. Not Steve Reiner. Steve has uh, continuing to spearhead an effort, yes, friends, to get a memorial built at the state capitol to the Halloween blizzard of 1991. He's gotten signatures. He's put renderings together. Steve will join us next, to fi- and we'll find out maybe if it will finally happen. Will there be a Halloween blizzard memorial at the state capitol? We'll find out next on CCL. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I forgot to mention, uh, this is not Elvis, but today... When you hear Elvis, by the way, Elvis Presley, still the second highest uh, dead celebrity in earnings, uh, the king. Uh, So Mm -hmm. today, when you hear Elvis, we're going to play it two times today. When you hear Elvis, call in to 651-461-9226, and our third caller will get a pair of tickets to see Memories of Elvis at Treasure Island Resort and Casino on January 14th. And tickets are on sale now at TICasino.com. But you don't need to buy them if you hear Elvis today. And I might be there. I love Elvis, man. I love the, mm-hmm. the tribute acts. But uh, if you hear Elvis today, third caller to 651-461-9226 gets a pair of tickets to see Memories of Elvis. We're giving away two pair today. So uh, listen. Um, our next guest has been on. Uh, I, I've talked to him a couple of times. Because he is doing something that a lot of people recoil at. There has been this big effort over the last four or five years, at least on social media, saying, stop talking about the Halloween blizzard. Well, I lived through the Halloween blizzard, okay? I like to remember it, and so does our next guest. And he is Steve Reiner. He is trying to come up with a concept and trying to get a memorial built 
at the Minnesota State Capitol on the Capitol grounds to commemorate the 1991 Halloween blizzard. Steve joins us now on the uh, John Schuster Cowell Banker Hotline. Steve, it's been, I think we talked last year, uh, so in the last year, have you made any progress to making that memorial a reality? Well, well, thank you, Adam and Jordana, for having me on again. And I I have to credit you, Adam, for a lot of the momentum that has happened with this over the past year. I appreciate that. Happy to help. Having me on on the show... Uh, I've spoken at numerous Rotary clubs and Lions clubs and Lionesses clubs of where they've all made donations to help me. Excellent. Uh, we've we've uh, been able to come up with some sketches now. Um, you know, uh, the other got a great introduction to uh, a campus group at the U of M who's pledging a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! This. Wow! It, with uh, with the idea that there'll be a match from the state. So now we're working on getting state oh. money for oh, this. Wow. Excellent. And, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's, again, I, it, uh, today I woke up with that snow and 30 years to the day. You know, I, I kind of break down a little, but I'm, I'm stronger than I was 30 years ago um, when I wasn't Steve, able to go out in my costume. 32, but yeah. Yeah. 32 right, years. Right, yep. right, right. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, we're, we're so sorry that you're having a little PTSD this morning uh, with this coding that we're having. We understand. We understand yeah, your emotional well, I attachment. Think it's, I think it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do. I think it's, it's a reminder that uh, we're not alone. This happens, and now some other kids now are, are going are gonna to understand what, just a little bit of what we went through. Mm-hmm. Just a little. I, I'm confused, though. Is it PTSD? or I mean, are we commemorating... It as a tragedy, or are we commemorating it as something that was unique and celebrated? I, I guess I'm confused, Steve. I guess maybe I was wrong, but I always figured that you were doing this as a uh, as kind of an homage to the great wonders of Mother Nature. Yeah, uh, I think what what Jordan is uh, referencing there is my personal uh, okay. remembrance of it, and, and not being yeah, able to I'm be sorry. out in the Terminator costume That's right. that I had mm-hmm. planned on doing. Remind yeah, us, remind yeah. us of that. You had a big plan for that Halloween. Awful. Yeah, we were we were set like every other kid. Got the costume, and the number one costume was the Terminator. I had the jacket, mm-hmm. leather jacket. My mom let me go out and get it, uh, saved up for it. You know, it was a costume I'd probably use later again. You know, one of those things where sure. you know this is a this is a big investment. Can't go and, wrong with uh, a leather jacket. No. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, we uh, we're ready. Had everything set, yeah. pillowcase costume laid on the living room floor and woke up to that snow and uh the idea that that i wouldn't be able to go out and then as the day progressed and and we weren't we never did go out and nobody came to our door yeah so sad it was uh Mm -hmm. and you know we became the generation uh they're trying to cancel us yes with this and i i'm again looking uh, with the state i've got some great representation uh, out of the uh, Zimmerman area, uh, one of the state officials there is bringing this forward as an amendment this next year to to get some funding and get that on the Capitol grounds, oh. um, because it is there's it, it's over overwhelmingly reaching everybody in the state of Minnesota. So, Steve, and by the way, uh, we're, we're speaking with Steve Reiner in his continuing effort to build a memorial to the Halloween blizzard on the state Capitol grounds. Um, Steve, what would the memorial look like? You said you have some renderings. What would yes. it physically look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, 
you know, it's meant to look um, like a monument you'd see in Washington, D.C., you know, elegant, bold, mm-hmm. uh, concrete and structure, granite, perhaps, is just what it is. Uh, what's caught, what's put into it yet still still unknown because, again, we, uh, we've got the idea to get this built, but to get it done, there's got to be some give and take and, and letting mm-hmm. others that approve the money can say what should be on there. Yeah. And so it, it's right now these drawings are just basic, um, and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. send them over to you. Uh, you like to, to see look them. at it. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, is and the then, costume uh, anywhere? Is the Terminator costume featured anywhere in any of the renderings? <laughs> you know, that's again back to first one I got was from a, a great artist um, out of Duluth. Uh, he was he was part of the uh, Art Alliance in Duluth. He heard his, heard us talking when I was up there speaking. He, he brought it forward, and it's a great pencil drawing, and it did have all about the Terminator, but I, I, I took it and said thank you uh, because he put a lot of time into it, you know, hours, I would think, uh, into that. And uh, it, that's more personal for me, but this, there's a lot of other kids. Batman was out there, yeah. um, you know, Spider-Man, all the other mm-hmm. characters that you mm-hmm. could think of. All the mans, the yep. uh, you know, these, these were all people that were there too, that experienced it just like I did. And they have a right to be on there. <clears throat> and, uh, if uh, you know, if we can give give some space for the new uh, modern people to to put their thoughts on there, I don't care as long as it gets built and we can we can make a pilgrimage there every year to remember what we went through yeah. for that blizzard. I, you're right, and you nailed it too, Steve, uh, about how the the cancel culture coming after the blizzard. I mean, you go online nowadays and everybody, I don't mention the Halloween blizzard. As, you know. Especially people who didn't live here, like uh, Jordana. Forgive me if you've if you've been. I, I one did of not these live here at the time. I know, but yes, I, I I used to. But I like the people who just get sick of people talking about the Halloween blizzard. You know, it, it is. It's cancel culture at the highest. And when are we going to say enough is enough? Well, I tell you, putting a monument back on the state grounds, which hasn't been done in quite some time, would be a great feat. Yes. And I appreciate you and all the support of your listeners. And. Uh, Yep, go ahead and share my email, and that's how we're doing it. We're, we're skipping all the the uh, GoFundMes and the taking of the fees. We're doing it direct. It's it's grassroots campaign, and we're going to get this done. Yeah, I, and before we let you go, Steve, I know you're out of time because you're so busy with this, but um, I, I know you mentioned all the men, you know, the Batman, the Spider-Man, the mm-hmm. Terminator. Uh, I hope that there will be you know, equal justice for everybody affected because there were little girls that were affected. I mean, I hope some Batgirl or some Wonder Woman will have a presence in the final rendering. My sister. Yeah, she was Raggedy Ann. Yeah. And uh, she didn't get to go out that year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, thank you for bringing that forward and acknowledging that because that's not a – I didn't mean to forget those those. Oh, we don't take it there. No, no offense taken there. Steve, Steve, thank you. Appreciate your hard work. Yeah, keep us up to date, would you? Thanks. Thanks for all you do. Yeah, oh, thank you, you very it. much. Steve Reiner, everybody, uh, continuing his effort to build a memorial to the Halloween blizzard on state capitol grounds uh, 32 mm-hmm. years ago, the Halloween blizzard. Hashtag never forget. I think we, we'll just leave it there. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, Tori Vanut, you know, Tori covers the Capitol. Uh, we could ask Tori whether or not uh, there's any steam to that. Also, uh, Jordana, yeah, yeah. could the city council yeah. finally... Pick a spot for the third precinct. Will it ever happen? Uh, what, what will happen first? Probably Steve's, Steve's no. memorial or a third <laughs> precinct headquarters? 
We'll find out. Tori Van Ood, Tuesdays with Tori next on CCL. Okay, Halloween music sucks. Wait a minute. How did we get a a new open for Tori? And I don't think she's going to like it one bit. I don't think Halloween music is up there with other great, great. uh, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But uh, Tori Van Oot joins us. Tuesdays with Tori, by the way. Is that what we're calling this segment always? Tuesdays with Tori? I like it. Because Tuesdays with Maury, I know, was such a great book. So Tuesdays with Tori, we always learn something. Um, Before we get to the other stuff, Tori, you have a toddler. Yeah. What is he going to be for Halloween? And I'm going to need to see a picture of this perfect human. I will send some pictures later. He wore his Blippi shirt. I don't know if your listeners know who Blippi is. Millennial parents might. The very annoying guy. (laughs) Yeah. He's like the bane of my existence, but Jack does have a Blippi shirt. So we wore that to daycare because they didn't do full costumes at daycare. Ah. And I'm hoping he will put on his firefighter suit tonight uh, that (laughs) we got. He loves firefighters, but we'll see. Uh, We'll see what, you know, he's been a a very um, independent face. I, what he feels like. Isn't that always the case? Our kids' favorite characters are just the bane of their parents' existence. We had oh. Caillou. Remember Caillou? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caillou was annoying. Absolutely. Um, okay, let's, you know, Adam brought it up the other day because we, I don't know if you heard this story, but we just had a guest on, Steve Reiner, who is uh, making it his life's mission to create a memorial for the Halloween blizzard that happened 32 Mm. years ago. Yeah, he wants to create it on state capitol grounds, and um, he's been actively fundraising for... I don't know. I, I mean, Adam, like maybe years. 25 years, years already. Yes, yeah, it's, years, it's yeah. been decades already that he's been working on this. But um, Adam said, what will we have first, the memorial or will we have a site for the third precinct? So <laughs> what's going on with the third precinct site and where is it going to be? Good question. Well, I got to say on the memorial, a Vanita missed the chance this morning to ask Governor Walls a very hard question about this, why he won't stand behind the Halloween blizzard memorial. And uh, B, (laughs) if the legislature did do it, what they would do is create a task force to create a task force to create a task force to come up with designs. And uh, there's actually a board. There is like a board of commission that oversees art and commemorative plaques and works and statues on the Capitol crowns. Fun fact. But um, I have a feeling, sadly for your friend, um, that the uh, third precinct location may come first. It seems like there is movement forward here. Uh, But it's been a long time, as we mentioned, you know, this morning in the newsletter. It's Mm -hmm. been Mm -hmm. since I think May 28th, 2020 is when the police Mm -hmm. station here in South Minneapolis is third precinct burned was destroyed in the civil unrest and riots that followed george floyd's murder and it turns out that finding a replacement is a difficult political feat for city leaders the latest effort was the 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 building that they originally wanted to at least lease or buy and the mayor putting that up again i mean is that now the suddenly the the number one option or what what, yeah, what's old is new again, right? In three years, hmm. we've come we've come uh, full circle here. Uh, yes, so the mayor has revived a, a location that's actually across the street from his other favorite location, um, which is a city-owned parcel. This is a spot that's not too far from where the old third precinct was, kind of just north of the Target and the Cub on Lake Street, if folks know where that is, off of Minnehaha. 
Um, and you know, the mayor now says that this person who they originally talked to is again willing to sell. And one of the reasons he's backing um, that idea is uh, that it's one of the more affordable options. I think it's about $14 million is the starting price tag here for <laughs> renovating, building a police station in this spot. Uh, but it's not the only one. Like I said, there's one across the street. There's two other uh, locations that were thrown into the mix in the last month or so, including one kind of in old grain mills um, closer to Hiawatha, a little farther south in the precinct. Uh, you know, the precinct covers a, an area of South Minneapolis that goes farther to the west, too. So there are some residents, some city council members who do want like in a, you know, like something that's a little bit more centralized uh, in the area that these officers cover. Uh, and again, this is after even earlier this fall, there seemed to be momentum behind having third precinct officers co-locate out of a downtown precinct and not mm-hmm. even be in the community. And that's been the real tension is that there are some residents in this area who don't want a physical police presence following the murder of George Floyd, particularly hmm. in the spot that burned. There's a lot of other residents and business owners and community members who say, hey, wait a second, we want our police officers in the community. Uh, and we want, you know, people to be, have a presence here, you know, mm-hmm. be local. So that's kind of the tension. And there's always a little yeah. bit of where do you actually put something? <laughs> you know, some people want to live right next to a police station. Other people don't want to live right next to a police station. So mm-hmm. it's been a really difficult um, uh, a difficult political dilemma for city leaders. But this, uh, a committee, a city council committee is going to meet again this afternoon, look at the mayor's most recent proposal with all the other proposals, least likely is that they'll build it. They've pretty much ruled out building it where the old three, third precinct is. Anything could happen, mm-hmm. but city council has already once ruled that out. Uh, so we'll see if it, it moves forward and goes to a vote. Uh, Speaking of voting, next week's city elections are Minneapolis, excuse me, city elections are happening. Just, you know, not everybody, not all of our listeners live in Minneapolis and not all of them care. So why should we care about this? What are the most interesting talking points for this one? Well, Minneapolis and St. Paul. And I think the reason people outside of the two cities should care is the Mm -hmm. city council members. All the city council seats in both cities are up. And who's elected to those seats will make policy decisions that will shape the future of the cities the two largest cities in our state. The Minneapolis and St. Paul drive a lot about, you know, uh, policies, all sorts of policies, uh, you know, and a lot about the economy. You know, the economies here in Minneapolis and St. Paul ripple out and impact the rest of the state. So that's kind of why. And, and people who don't live in Minneapolis come into Minneapolis for you know, baseball game, like baseball season's over, basketball game, whatnot, mm-hmm. concerts, mm-hmm. and things like public sure. safety, things like that will affect them. But it's not just Minneapolis and St. Paul. I mean, p- folks should check their local uh, ballots on the Secretary of State's mm-hmm. website because there's also some really hot school board races. We've got, like, more than usual contested competitive school board races yeah. with candidates with pretty different ideological views yeah. in the suburbs. Uh, I think Minnetonka, I think, is deciding whether to keep um, ranked choice voting or not. We've got some other yep. local elections. St. Louis Park has a mayor. Um, and St. Paul, of course, also has a sales tax measure. Once that's a sales tax measure, I mean, if you're going to go into St. Paul and buy something, you may be paying that sales tax. So uh, there's a lot of consequential issues on the ballots next week. And as usual in an off-year election, turnout is looking pretty low so far. I think it's about 3% in Minneapolis of registered voters and less than 2% in St. Paul. 
So a small number of voters are going to make decisions that are going to impact a lot of our our lives next week. Uh, The worst kept secret uh, last week was that Dean Phillips uh, is launching a campaign for president. He did so in New Hampshire. (laughs) Have you heard? Did so on Friday. I'm being told. Uh, Any surprises? Any surprises at all as to the reaction? Uh, I know Governor Walls talked talked to Vanita about it, saying you know not saying he liked Dean, just not understanding why he was doing it. That they're behind President Biden. Uh, any surprises mm-hmm. as to the reaction or as to the uh, the response to Dean jumping in the race? Well, the response we saw, you know, he's focusing on New Hampshire, which is bucking the Democrats' new nominating calendar and right. going ahead with an early primary that's not even clear for the delegates are going to count. Um, his real challenge there, the coverage from the first weekend showed, is going to be name ID and yes. making a mark. You know, a lot of, the, not surprising, I think, even to him. A lot of the coverage was about voters saying, Wait, Dean, who? Who are you? Which one is which one is running for president here in this in this cafe? Um, it was kind of interesting to see some pretty sharp reactions from South Carolina Democrats. Those are the ones that get to go first now. Um, they uh, the uh, the Democratic leaders there told one of my colleagues they're uh, you know pretty irritated with this because they see it as disrespectful to their first primary and representative Jim Clyburn, a longtime leader in the state actually went as far as to tell another outlet, the messenger that uh, disrespectful to the predominantly black electorate in South Carolina to say, I'm going to focus on making my mark by doing well in New Hampshire where president Biden isn't even going to be on the ballot, mm. but is expected to be supported through a write-in campaign. So you know, that was interesting. Some one thing that uh, maybe surprised some people might surprise people is that one of uh, representative Phillips chief, uh, campaign advisors is former Republican strategist Steve Schmidt. Yep. He's the he's a never Trumper. He did a lot of work to try to you know anti Trump. Uh, he was the advisor on uh, late Senator John McCain's presidential campaign that first floated the idea of Sarah Palin. Uh, you know for some historical context there. So so it's kind of an interesting team Representative Phillips is putting together, but. Um, but yeah, he launched and and he's going forward. And the reaction from most establishment Democrats is, who are supporting President Biden is you know exactly what you just described from Governor Walz this morning. Yeah. So we'll see. He's got to raise a lot of money. He also said he's going to spend two million of his own bucks, his own personal fortune, he's to jumpstart the yeah. campaign. But mm-hmm. it's going to be costly. And what we're watching is whether he can actually get on the ballot in enough states mm-hmm. to be right. competitive right. in the primary. Like you got to win primaries to. They win the nomination, and it, it's right. not just like you go sign up in most states. Some have signature qualifications, all of that. So, big road ahead. Tori, uh, well, yeah, we're out of time, but Adam and I did want to talk with you about um, Walls's new executive order eliminating uh, college degrees. We're out of yes. time to talk about that, but we do promise Adam and I will talk about that in the next go hour or so. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that is definitely on our minds. But we want to thank you so much. You can read Tori every day in uh, Axios. And uh, good luck getting him into Stay the warm. fireman costume tonight. Stay Happy tonight. Halloween. Yep. Okay, Happy bye. Halloween, honey. Thanks, Tori. You got it. Uh, when we get back, you may be going to see Elvis. Stay tuned. There he is, the king. He's in the building. He's in the building. That was impressive. He's not left the building yet, thank you. No. Uh, Third caller right now, 651-461-9226, gets a pair of tickets to see Memories of Elvis at Treasure Island Resort and Casino Event Center on January 14th. 
Tickets are on sale now at TICasino.com, but win them now. We're giving away two pairs today, this one and then later in the show. Again, if you hear Elvis and you're the third caller, you get a pair of tickets to see uh, the Elvis experience. Memories of Elvis. So are you, you, you going to go? Uh, Jen and I, every time we go to Vegas, again, we yeah. were married by an Elvis impersonator at the Graceland mm-hmm. Chapel. No shame mm-hmm. in that. I love it. No. Nope. Uh, but so, yeah, um, well, absolutely. That's around my bir- almost to my birthday, so that'd be a great mm-hmm. birthday present for us. By the way, your Linda's Construction time check, 955. Time to invest in those uh, Leaf Guard brand gutters. So I love that. So Elvis impersonators. I still don't see how that's different from watching like an AI-generated version of Elvis. That would probably be even more accurate if you're going to see Elvis impersonator. So I might go see either one. Yeah. I mean, it's... It is a, like, I remember at the State Fair years ago, this is back in the mid-2000s, they had Elvis's band at live at the fair, and then they had Elvis's vocals, and on the big screen they had, like, oh. it was like the Aloha show, Aloha from Elvis. And that sh- I remember going out there as a news reporter because mm-hmm. waiting in line to go see that were dozens of Elvis impersonators. But these guys, these aren't just the, hey, I'm putting on a wig and I'm doing this. These guys mm-hmm. live the life. They had the hair. So they make money doing that. They had the hair. Career. They had the big uh, pork chop sideburns. Mm-hmm. And they were totally committed. Mm-hmm. Well, there, And did you love that show? I mean, I know you went as a reporter, but you watched. It was cool. It was kind of an interesting, yeah. okay. interesting thing. Not as good yeah. as the uh, Vegas shows, but. Again, I think some of the it, the, the uh, impersonators, not you, Adam, you do a great Elvis, but some of them don't do him justice. That's why I want to see the yeah. AI version. Right. Uh, we got quick takes coming up, and Charlie is, well, we'll be on the hot seat, but Charlie is pulling the strings. So, Charlie, what you got for us? Uh, yeah, I got a couple of questions. We got about dogs. We've Ooh. got hmm. a uh, man on a flight coming from Canada. We've got, what else do we got? We got Halloween. We got Halloween questions, of course. It's did Halloween. we get a winner, by it. the way? Did we get we a winner did. of the Elvis We did. Congratulations to Don, Don. Uh, the winner of our uh, first of two Elvis contests. You'll have another chance to win during this show. Excellent. Hmm. Congrats, Don. And, don't go anywhere. And you know what's yep, something we always complain about? Is that what? kids don't learn about personal finance in school. And you were just complaining the yes. other day. Yes. So I got a personal message from Jason Clay, who said, oh, no, no, they do, because he made it so. Listen for that interview at 1030. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.